Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I want to say thank you guys for joining if you're coming back again and welcome if you're new. I also want to say I apologize for there not being an episode last week. It was very out of character for me and you guys know um, there's a new episode every Thursday. To be honest, I which I'll talk about a little bit on this episode, I was feeling a little bit like burnt out. I've been so nonstop and so go 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 with every all the content that I produce and honestly I was just feeling like it's like my battery was at zero and I just had nothing to give and I knew I could have sit down and forced you know an episode and talked about something I mean obviously I can use my logical mind you know to brainstorm that which I think uh, would be of value to you guys but for me it's so much more organic when I'm able to sit down and be really passionate and excited I know those words are tossed around like cookies nowadays but genuinely like to sit down and to actually have the eagerness you know and the joy to record I just was like well you know what I think it's better for me just to take one week off of the pod recording the podcast and come back with fresh content with inspiration than you know to force something out there and know that I put something out there that's half-assed or, you know, not doesn't embody my full self and excitement and passion for this podcast. So without without further ado, let's hop on in. Um, I'm drinking an iced coffee also. So I don't know, I've had this like cold brew obsession the past two days. Normally, I just make coffee at home, like um, French press, and then I froth some oat milk. It's the best. But lately, I've just been really into the cold brews. I think it's probably the combination of... Um, just like getting like I mean I know it's fall and like it's getting colder you would think that I would drink a warmer beverage but I don't know like I just I don't know what it is I've just been loving cold brews and I'm not done with mine I'm not gonna be wasteful so if you hear me sipping on it throughout the episode I'm just wrapping up a lovely cold brew with oat milk so let's just hop on in as you guys know the normal structure we normally talk about energetic or astrology astrolo- astrological things that are occurring first and then we get into themes lessons topics and other basically good things to discuss so energetically i mean we are in libra season um which i think i talked about in a a little bit ago a few weeks ago before libra season i was talking about how in libra season (laughs) how many times can i see libra season in one episode but um I'm basically discussing how in Libra season, it will be really a big time of justice, which makes sense, right? Because the justice card in tarot is represented by Libra, and Libra is like the sign of balance, you know, if it's well-developed. It's a sign of fairness, justice, balance, equality, and it's ruled by Venus, so it really just, it's like this almost, I don't say utopia, but it, it kind of embodies this like beautiful balance and harmony of life where the beauty is seen in everything and everything flows together with the scales being perfectly balanced. And that's what's really happening. And so this time of the year is really uh, c- contrasting for different people. If you I mean, and I don't want I, these terms are I'm I'm saying them so vaguely, right? So take everything I say and genuinely just try to apply it to how it resonates with you. But if you've been, you know, if you've been really working on yourself and how you have been, you know, putting good into the world, and you consciously, you know, feel in alignment with that, this is honestly a wonderful time because karma comes back to you in really positive ways. Um, which also is accelerated or even amplified by the fact that Saturn is now direct in Capricorn. So. Again, if you've been putting in the work and integrating the lessons, and most likely, I just want to say, if you're listening to this podcast and it's resonating with you, I always want to try to remind people, you are probably, you know, you're you're most more likely than not, 
doing so because if you weren't this podcast probably wouldn't resonate with you right because you only really resonate that which you can see like same thing when two people meet you only able to see the other person for how much you see yourself so if you're not very self-aware um, you're not very in tune with yourself when you meet others you'll meet them again at the surface level the deeper and better you get to know yourself the more you'll be able to meet people more fully to really comprehend the depth of them and their experiences and their outlooks and perspectives on life so same thing um here like if you've you know if you're being being able to resonate with this podcast and things are clicking for you again you're if you're able to perceive of that and to comprehend that and to resonate with that authentically then i want to like just want to you know assure you that all is well a lot of you guys message me and they're like i think i'm doing the right thing i'm not sure you know I none of us can always ever know for sure I mean that's what our intuition for is for is like for and that's why it's so important and um healthy to develop it because it'll allow you to feel more confident in your decisions just by you making them yourself from what you can feel in your gut people say in your gut but like what you can feel intuitively is right so um, again, this is a really, I said, again, great time of balance. A lot of justice is being brought back into the world. Things um, are being like, if thing, things have been going on that aren't, that are, what's the word, inauthentic or, um, like, well, like, if there are any, like, acts of betrayal or everything's being basically kind of brought to surface in a light way, like, karma's being balanced. I know I don't even really follow a celebrity news or gossip that well i don't even like really watch tv i'm kind of like unplugged from that type of stuff but i do know that like for example kylie and travis scott broke up because of the cheating scandal like, that's just like a small one example like things like that will come out now and scales will be balanced right so if someone's been doing something um shady it will be brought to light and scales will be balanced um and vice versa someone's been doing something amazing and hasn't been acknowledged for it the scales will be balanced and so if you feel like you know things are going very well um all the best to you it will con- probably continue to to move in that direction as uh, kind of like the time in combination with fall right like we talked about this before but all the seeds that you've planted you know throughout the year in the springtime and so forth and all that work that you've done it's like you're finally being able to see the results you know it's like when you plant a seed of corn you don't just come back to your where you planted the next day and you're like where's my corn you know it's like you have to water the corn and wait for you know uh time to pass and wait for the soil to nurture the seed and then only will you start to see like you know the little the little petals, I mean, I'm not even sure if corn has petals, but the leaves come out. I don't know what the technical word is. Someone who is a corn expert, feel free to educate me. I love knowledge. Um, but basically, it'll only when it, the plant begins to sprout, you know, it's only later. And I feel like that's a really hard concept for a lot of people to grasp. And even me too. I'm honestly, one of the things I'm working on is patience, which I'll discuss a little bit more um, in today's episode. But basically, it's like we you have an idea, you have this inkling, and you feel like you're energetically really working towards something, but you see no evidence, right? And it can get discouraging. But I think it's important to remember also... Your, your quote-unquote, I mean, I say this really lightly because the word is really just tossed around now and has really become like, I don't even know what the word is, like a, a catchphrase and that's just used to, I feel like, um, I don't know, like the, the word manifestation is just tossed around again and, and it's just sometimes not used in the appropriate context and I feel like it's used to like lure people in almost on insecurity to like follow what they're saying. I don't know, I just I have a weird, I used to really love that word. I think it's an amazing word. I just think the way it's kind of been modernized and token in our society, that's not even the correct word, usage of to- the word token. But do you know what I'm saying? The way it's been kind of like floating around and used in our current dialogue and 
um, how mainstream it's become. I think it's really taken away from its true value. But again, basically what, what I was saying was everyone has different manifestation abilities and that has so much, it's like to, di- to dissect how that works is like a lot of stuff. It's like uh, energetically where you're at, developmentally where you're at. It's also your karma. Some people innately are uh, more inclined. It's how much you've developed the skills. It's like what, it's how you're managing your energy during the day. It's the way you're eating. It is so many factors of like quote unquote your manifestation power. It's also, I mean, the clearest indicator is like your thought, the, your thoughts. Um, but it's, it's so much that it's like, it, it, that it can't just be like lightly discussed, you know, it can't just be like, oh, like you're here and you can get to the next level by doing so. I mean, you could give like general advice, but manifestation ability is so very like some, it could take someone X amount of time to manifest something and someone completely quicker or slower, but that also has to do a lot with like, again, their own like life path, um, uh, the, the lessons that they need to learn, the pace that their life is going at. There's so much that's, there's so much going on in one person's life path that I always like, remind people to not um, like really compare or try to, try not to draw conclusions, right, from observing others unless you can't, you genuinely have the, um, the depth and this, like the scope of knowledge to draw that conclusion, because there is so much going on in someone's life, so much going on energetically, so much of their path, like there's, there are so many variables, right? So it's really hard to draw a conclusion of like, this is the, this because this, and this is because this, but regardless, going back to the, the seed analogy, it gets, you know, it can get discouraging if you're, you're focusing energy in a certain direction, you're really, you know, trying to align yourself with a certain outcome or just a certain, you know, way of being and you're not seeing those results this is a time where you will begin to see those little bits sprout and i also want to talk about like self-sabotaging behaviors i was talking about this with a friend like kind of briefly but it's also sometimes when things begin happening that you've wanted or you know you've been energetically directing yourself towards and you begin to see the sprouts you get freaked out right because you you almost like it's like you planted the seeds and nothing sprouted in so many in however long and you almost got comfortable right you almost got comfortable with um coming checking the soil and there being, being nothing there it's like it's almost like nothing out of the blue and so it and in a sense, it's like you have a level of, I don't want to say disappointment, but you almost get to this level of comfort of like knowing what to expect. You come up to the, like, let's say you're, you know, a gardener, you come up to the, the field and you just see like the the soil is still how it was and nothing sprouted and nothing's new, right? So it's, it doesn't cause any friction within you. You don't need to go grab like tools to start, you know, um, to start nurturing the the uh, seed if it were to start blossoming it's almost like normal and and you get kind of accustomed to it and then when things start blossoming it's like it catches you off guard almost you're like whoa like something's blossoming and now then you have to adjust you have to adjust now it's time to pay closer attention to that now it's time to water that now it's time to make sure you know the plant has enough sun and now you have to direct your energy more towards that and better said you have to change the way that you you're conducting um conducting yourself and the ways in which you're flowing your own energy and that and by that I mean like via thoughts actions etc and so around this time I feel like a lot of people are beginning to see those like inklings like those small sprouts of what they've wanted kind of begin to blossom and um, if you know if if carefully allowed these 
these little sprouts will, you know, by the end of the year become bigger, much, much, much bigger, much more tangible things that you can enter 2020 in, into, you know, into with, with, into, like, you know, when you're trying to construct a sentence and you're like, is, is, can my college degree come in handy now? Um, but those are things that you can enter 2020 with, you know, if you allow. And I think, again, the biggest, like, like, word or theme I'm really hearing and really sensing is allowing and for me I'm like I used to be such a type a person you guys like I'm talking every 15 minutes of my day planned out just to a new level and you know I think it was now that I look at the time I thought I was like you know I'm just productive I just like to make sure I get everything done and I still am pretty type a honestly like I'm a bit more lenient but I still am like my Mars is in Virgo like I just can't snap out of it like I love I have to have a morning routine I, I still have a very a good structure to my day but before like it was like I hear Mia playing with a bag in the other room so that's why I was like I just stopped for talking for a second but I used to have like everything planned out so rigidly and now it's more of like a structure, but then I allow leniency throughout the day, right? Like I still need to have a very structured morning routine. I still like to have kind of a like uh, I always have like a to do list of everything I have to get done during the day. But I still allow you know room and flexibility. Before when I was super super rigid, I feel like it didn't allow it, w- it didn't allow a, like a chance for anything to blossom or grow or almost like it didn't allow for a miracle to happen because I didn't create any room, right? It was everything was so back to back, everything was so contrived that. I didn't allow any space for, you know, miracles, so to say. And now that, like, at the time, like I said, I just thought I was being very productive and responsible. I'm like, you know, look at me. I am on top of everything. I'm getting everything done, like, fast, quick, efficient. And now that I look back, I think that that um, extreme level of control was almost because I didn't, you know, trust in the unfolding of things. I felt like, you know, I don't trust in the unfolding of things, so instead I'm going to take the reins and I'm going to unfold things myself. You know, it's almost like on Christmas when you're a kid and someone hands you like a little box and it's, you know, wrapped and it's your gift. And um, you, like if you're you're like a little kid could be like laughing and the mom is like, oh, let me open it for you. And the kid, if you know, they're trusting, they're like, OK, like they're little. The mom opens a gift for them, opens a gift and, you know, hands them whatever toy is in there. And the kid's smiling and laughing. But my way of being was like being the, the kid who like would grab their own box and the mom would be like, oh, do you want me to unwrap that for you? And I'd be like no and even though it'd be much more harder for me to unwrap with my little baby hands and it would take much longer and it would take more out of me I just wanted that sense of control and that's the key word it's that sense of control you know you really only can control the ways in which you perceive and navigate the world like you and that's something that's like you know, difficult, I think, for people to comprehend, and not, not that I feel like a lot of people don't even want to consciously control things, it's really subconscious, right, it's for our own safety, we like to know what to expect, we like to know, you know, what, what the day is going to bring, and we like to just feel, you know, it allows our, I feel like our mind to be at ease, to be like, you know, I know what's going to happen, but I think that that's really where, like, the spiritual work comes in, is, to feel safe in the unknown, right? To feel comfortable in the unknown, to have that same sense of confidence and assurance um, without without having every single thing mapped out as you would if it was mapped out. And of course, upon first glance, and when just saying that out loud, it can seem impossible, but it's just to have that same sense of ease and that same sense of trust. It's like that knowing that like things will work out and everything is working out for me and um, I can only really control who I am and what I do and not others and because and due to that I'm just gonna you know relinquish that control and just really tune back into self 
And so the, a major, like I said, theme is the allowing theme and not self-sabotaging. And I talked this a little bit before in a different episode, a lot more in depth about self-sabotage. Uh, if anyone, I don't remember which episode that was. If any of you guys who are listening remember the title and want to DM me or comment on my latest Instagram photo to remind others if, who want to listen to it, it's a lot more in depth please let me know but basically it's self-sabotaging can look like so many things right when you say that phrase out loud it sounds kind of extreme like i mean self-sabotage in general does sound extreme and i think that we can all concur on that but it can be little things it can be like you know going to bed late when you know you need to wake up or um like skipping going doing something that you knew you needed to do or you know like um a lot of people use the example of like spending money right before you have bills due or just like small behavior or like getting an opportunity and not like and saying no to and like purposely pushing it away or it's almost like this is a lot of people who are um i think we talked about this before i believe i i, I don't want to say categorize categorize them again but have tendencies of dismissive avoidant so in one of my episodes we talked about attachment styles that was one of the most powerful episodes i think i've done in terms of response from you guys so many of you guys messaged me and were like oh my gosh, I resonate with this so much. I, my whole life has been, have been trying to understand why I feel these ways or I act out in these ways or my partner does. And you're really able to understand the core roots of why you or your partner or people in your life have been acting the way they have. And I think that, you know, everyone says this, but self-awareness is the first step in any sort of growth to be able to acknowledge something and to fully, you know, sit with it and say like, yes, this is true is the first step in moving forward. So it's so amazing, but I'm so glad that episode resonated with you guys. I felt really passionate when recording it. If you remember, like I barely took like a break. Normally I talk sometimes slower or faster depending, you know, on what mood I'm in. Um, but that one was a really powerful episode, but People with tendencies of a dismissive avoidant, like someone amazing will come into their life and they truly won't even believe that they deserve it. So they'll self-sabotage it um, because like, and this goes back to like deep rooted beliefs of self self worth, and it's very subconscious. So like, if the person who comes in who's amazing, the per, like it it seems when we talk about it, or like even if a therapist or psychologist were to talk about this scenario, and even a textbook example, it sounds so obvious and like confusing. It's like why if someone was such an amazing person and came to someone else's life why did they self-sabotage it and it's like it's very subconscious right like the person comes in who is amazing probably could have like you know genuine pure intentions but someone else who you know has been hurt is like you know like the most uh blanket term i can use but someone who you know has been hurt in the past maybe has issues trusting in their mind will on purpose cling really hard onto any minor flaws or um make big deals out of incongruency so like the person could have been like oh yeah i'm busy i hung out with my mom okay and then on their like let's say the other person be like oh on your story i saw you're with your friend and it's like really that the person like hung out with their friend went to their hung out with their mom and then hung out with their friend for like 10 minutes right but the person on the other hand creates this whole narrative like that that person's a liar and blah 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 and then start begins to push them away do you see what i'm saying so it happens like very uh like subconsciously and in very kind of small scale events that later create a bigger result because whenever you explain this or this this example is expressed in like actually a lot of psychological books about relationships it seems so obvious and confusing it's like why didn't that person recognize that this person was great and it's like because they don't like just like we talked about earlier today in today's episode you people only see from their lens right and so and if their lens before people have been hurtful or manipulative and I can even speak from personal experience like right like when you 
after you're hurt initially like obviously you, you do healing work and I've talked about how I've gotten back to like a very secure attachment style but in the beginning like yeah if someone if someone gives you any small reason not to trust them it's almost like you just immediately want to cut them out and it sounds so harsh but I'm sure a lot of you guys can understand like if someone has betrayed your trust before or anything like that then when someone else gives you even one what seems like one inkling you out of self-protection want to cut that off which it's like hard to understand unless you've been in that scenario but I think a lot of people honestly have been and especially if like the older you are I think that everyone's experienced something similar um but yeah like you at any one inkling you want to use that as like an excuse to be like see like I knew it like I shouldn't get into this because it's out of self-protection but at the end of the day um it's it's not like it's not a a healthy way to live and you will realize that you're doing it later on because most people how they realize is when you, they do it that push multiple people away and then they're like okay there's no way that all of these people were you know bad um but i mean it depends also on your level of consciousness and you know maturity and self-awareness because there are people who are problematic for lack of a better word and um and just continuously throughout their life think it's everyone else but them but i think that anyone you know with a certain level of consciousness or understanding or emotional maturity, you'll begin to think like, okay, like, was it really all these people, all these times, or am I, is there something, am I creating, you know, reasons to not trust or reasons to think otherwise or reasons to push people away? But but going back to the original topic, which is the self-tabotage, when you're beginning to see this the sprouts the key to solving this right because we always I'm always like whenever I discuss things I love I'm very solution oriented I mean you can only talk about the problem so long I think it's good to always outline a problem understand the structure of it just so that um you have I guess like a mental image of it and can recognize beginnings of that in the future and hopefully you know to dissolve it earlier on but I feel like it's really good to discuss things in a solution-oriented way and in my podcast I try to do that so we don't just listen and sulk (laughs) you listen understand and then grow and I think that's the best part about any any talking about all these types of different topics and like interpersonal or worldly or psychological or you know spiritual which is all intertwined really topics I mean everything can be a spiritual act if you you know move with grace and intention but so it's it's like okay people are going to ask how how do you st- how do you solve this like how do you stop self-sabotaging yourself at the first steps or first um signs of success or first signs of things coming to fruition that you've desired and again going back to what i said earlier it is self-awareness like you start to something whatever like you'll say something starting to blossom and you can feel old patterns coming back up in you you have to choose to do things differently and it's really really hard because our brain functions on neural pathways right and as soon as you something triggers you literally a neural pathway like gets activated and your body almost immediately wants to react a certain way the best example that comes to mind is like you know when someone texts you something irritating and you just want to send a paragraph like I, I like this is like more of like when you're like in high school and college or in your younger days um when you like more people are more you have more I guess like more drama in people but that inkling where immediately you're like about to send a paragraph right or like someone annoys you and you like about to say something or like your friend doesn't text you back and you're about to call them right away like your neural pathways is reacting and you're going immediately towards your normal or habitual so to say knee-jerk response so in that moment you stop yourself you take a deep breath there's a breathing pattern i think it's called like eight eight six four do you know what i'm talking about it's like six four it's like eight four six 
I'll post it on Instagram if someone reminds me, but it's a specific breathing pattern where you like hold your breath, you breathe in a certain way and you hold your breath for a certain amount of time that really calms down your central nervous system. But basically you do that and then you choose your new way of being. And so then this it helps to define um, prior to like being in these situations but like beforehand to look at you any to reflect on any of like your your ways that you react that are self-sabotaging and then write what would be the way to, to react that would be um self-nourishing or, or you know or helpful to the self and uh supportive of your growth so you write like what would it what would you do for example so if yours is like going to bed that you'd be like you know i'm gonna actually go to bed early if yours is like not doing the small Air, like to errands or tasking to do to set up successful week it's like I'm gonna make sure that I wake up and do it right away like I don't have a choice or you basically write out what the helpful or you know self-supporting um way of navigating is and then when you get into those situations when you're in in the cup for example you you like take it you do the breathing if you need to you know if it's very if it's something more like something that's really triggers you and then you choose the healthier way of being and it's hard and I really want to emphasize it's really difficult because like your brain has been firing this way for so long that it's like it feels right because it's you know imagine like like a, a ball you know those like whenever you're like a dentist or something and they have that little kitty play area and they have those like metal kind of roller coaster looking things and there's a little ball that you roll up and down them do you know what I'm talking about but it's like it's been going the same path over and over and over and over so when you stop it and you take it down a different path it's obviously a shock to your body and a shock to your um conscious mind and and it's helping repro- reprogram your subconscious. So it's like, it is, it's difficult to do, but over and over and with practice, you're going to create like a better way of being. It's kind of like when you create a habit, so people say 21 days of how like in the beginning, you would have to force yourself to do something, which is so true. So like when I'm first created like my new morning routine where like I wake up early, I walk Mia, I like uh, make my like water with my BCAAs, I go to my workout, like I had this whole structure of my morning routine. Um, in the beginning, like it was, it wasn't like sec. now it's like literally second nature to me. I can't even explain, like I literally just, without even thinking, I like wake up, I I like put on my workout clothes, I put me on her loot thing, I give Coco her, like it's like, it's so automated, I go work out, there's no like thinking in it involved, it's very like go, 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 like in the beginning when I was first creating that routine, I had to like force myself to wake up early, even when I was really, really comfy and it was, it was a new habit, like especially the first week, like to make, get myself out of bed early when I was like so comfy with like taking my time in the morning, like it was like very forceful I'd be like you have to get up now you have to go do this it was like I'd force myself through the steps and then truly it becomes like smooth sailing afterwards so same thing with this at first it's really hard to create that new habit uh, or new way of being but with time um, it will literally become the way you navigate and then you're slowly but surely as you reprogram you know things little by little your whole way of being will you know turn to more self-supportive behaviors and more self-supportive habits and in turn it'll really create like a completely new way of life for you you know if you think of if like you had even a few ways yourself sacrificing you know things have a ripple effect or a domino effect so to say you not doing one thing can lead to this which leads to that which leads to feeling like this you know and it has more of an effect than you we sometimes maybe see at first glance and therefore when we correct those behaviors or you know create more positive habits and behaviors in exchange for them the ripple effect is great is great and we begin to notice we usually notice you know that more intense positive change quicker than 
negative change and not negative change but like if something just it's easy so if something like let's say you had a self-sacrificing habit and small dom- negative domino effect like it was a ripple of kind of smaller negative thing negative events it'd be really easy for you to be like oh that could have happened because of this or i didn't get enough sleep or whatever it's whenever something kind of small annoying happens to us that's normally how you know you're gonna brush it off you're not gonna think like oh it's my self-sabotaging habit that created that which created that and then this is why this happened unless you're very self-aware and i do think that that's a possibility or that is possible to get to that level but why self when you create self-supporting habits why those are um oftentimes quicker recognize is because they're they're positive and you immediately think like when something out of the blue that's really positive happens to you your what your brain does is it tries to realize why that happened to you because as i mean we're humans you want more positive things to happen to you subconsciously so you're like oh my gosh this exciting thing happened to me and your brain immediately wants to think like what did i do for this to happen and so when you know again you you replace a few self-sabotaging habits with a few self-supportive habits and then this domino effect of positive change occurs in your life your kind of like brain fires and immediately is going to try to find like whoa my gosh like these this is happening this is happening this is happening why and then you'll you know most likely be like oh i corrected this or i i went to bed earlier or i made time to do this or i made time to work out or i made time to do this so you'll kind of um you'll you'll retrace your steps to like the what the initial change was just find that that is very important i think to take into consideration this season as you do see little blossoms or things sprout into your life that are things you know that you've wanted or have been energetically focusing on for a bit or even forgot about to really begin to you know see the ways in which you can refine yourself and not have the self-sabotaging habits and i've even been reflective upon that as well like seeing the ways in which I'll take actions. Even as, like I said, they can be super small. When you say something is like something like self-sabotage, it sounds like it's this huge, these huge, you know, um, huge things or huge blockages. But it could be the very small certain things, and just seeing ways in which you can implement um, healthy, healthier ways of being. Even something super small, like I noticed that when I would just get groceries and kind of pile them in my fridge I would like be less inclined to cook or to take to use certain things which sounds like like kind of like whatever right like I would just toss in like the peppers and then cauliflower like I would just because everything comes in like a bag right now so or do we toss like in the in the bags that it comes with or whatever and it would just kind of be like in in just laying in my fridge and it honestly didn't really give me any incentive to create that like I would want to go for something that was easier to make or clear like that's how our mind works when it sees chaos or something that's kind of more messy it just doesn't want to go towards that right because if your mind is feeling clear it probably wants to sustain that feeling and so it's going to go towards a more simple way of being I found that I was like ordering food out more even though I could have probably made something and so I was like you know what I'm just going to organize my fridge and make it clean and easy to navigate and literally now already I can see the difference I'm so much more inclined to cook and so much more inclined to keep the rest of my home clean because I like I'm like, oh, this is so clean, nice and organized. I want everything else to be nice and organized. So it's ways it can have a ripple effect. And then obviously, um, this is can this can also be translated to friendships and relationships, to seeing the ways you react to certain things and the ways maybe you navigate um, relationships or the way you perceive a situation um, and ways in the taking a look at whether it's accurate or not is um really positive and I think just in general like and we talked about this I think like two weeks ago or three weeks ago but about giving it's called the whole compression is like give love a chance to grow so much of the time we are so guarded or we're so you know afraid of like letting people into our life or 
whatever it may be and so like i said our subconscious mind wants to protect us it'll find it'll either amplify small flaws or try to create like whole narratives of why um some something x, x y and z and i've definitely been like that too or like my mind i can tell my mind like creates a whole story it's like oh well, i saw this and this means this and what I, like you know what i mean your mind just wants to protect you which is so you know incredible because that's, that's how we're wired as humans but sometimes to take a look and be like is this really true or am i just assigning meaning to action um, my friend bella was telling me the other day we were talking and she's like um i find it she's talking about how it's important to not assign meaning to people's actions and it's so true because for example like we're so quick to do that right someone doesn't text us back quick enough or someone says something or whatever we see something and we immediately want to assign meaning to it and that's not to say that this is like to excuse bad behavior i think it's something if it's very obvious that someone is doing something not, like not, like not treating you with respect or whatever it may be don't then obviously you know set boundaries and resolve the situation accordingly don't be like you know what? i'm not gonna assign meaning to their actions like if someone's doing something clearly wrong that's different i'm saying like the more like small scale examples like oh someone doesn't text you back quick enough and you're like oh well they're probably doing this or you know what i mean like we're quick to jump to conclusions like that but obviously if someone is giving you the conclusion and the meaning is already you know handed the meaning is already you know hand in hand with the action take it for what it is and don't you know be delusional in that sense but i've just learned like to not assign uh meaning to people's actions because even me like sometimes like i for example i'm with people who like i text back when i see the text i'm like i don't i don't like wait on purpose to not reply i don't like um i don't like you know what I mean? I, I like I don't I don't I'm not weird with my phone. Like if my phone's in my hand and it's convenient for me, I'll reply. But I mean, if like I'm not like running to a meeting or running into a workout class or you know what I mean? Like it, like I'm very just like there's no I have no um ever like weird intent with it, right? Like if I'm busy and about to do something and I then I can't create like a proper response, I won't text back until I'm done doing whatever task I'm doing, whatever work I'm doing, until I can like really you know, craft a good response, unless it's something, like, really quick, like, my mom will be like, hey, can, can you send me this, you know what I mean, like, a easy text, and if it's more of, like, a, a conversation, I, like, will wait until I can actually respond to it thoroughly, because I feel like I'd rather wait, like, however long it takes me to finish whatever I'm doing, like, because, I mean, like I said, during the day, like, I work from home, and I have a lot of tasks to do, so if I'm in the middle of one task, I'm going to finish it and then reply, um, so that I can, you know, create a meaningful response, I mean, I probably could reply really quickly to people, but it would just be kind of, like, whatever, but in the same way, like, sometimes, like, I also try not to look at my phone until I've done, like, my morning routines, until I've, like, waken up, walk me, and worked out. I just like to clear my mind first thing in the morning. I already have so many things to manage during the day, um, and so that I just want to have, like, my morning to just clear my mind so I can come from a clear, positive space and not a space of, like, anxiousness or whatever. But again, like, someone could be, like, like, I even talking to my friend Bella, I was like, hey, if I don't reply to your text until whatever time, like, it's because, you know, I'm doing this, this, and this, and she's like, of course, like, I get it, but I definitely have had, like, friends in the past who would be like, oh, like, you on purpose, like, ignored my message, or whatever, like, you didn't reply, and this was hurtful, and again, and, and I've, and I've been in, in vice versa, like, someone hasn't replied to me, and I'm like, oh, like, they didn't reply to this, like, they're probably doing this, and we just were so quick, right, to assign meaning to things, like, just literally, just, like, to hop, to jump to a conclusion, and so I feel like that's also can oftentimes be sabotage itself sabotaging because we don't even know what happened or what's happening and we create a whole story in our head like tell me who else has been there i've literally been like oh interesting this this i'm going to connect the dot to this you know these dots probably don't even connect i'm connecting these dots and that means that this is this and therefore i'm done and i'm going to protect myself like i i, mean, I know maybe like it's more of a female thing as well 
I think guys are like that too. Sometimes I think guys are worse about it because guys are less um, like communicative if something bothers them or upsets them. I think girls are more like, especially in friendships, like if you and your friend have some sort of disagreement, uh, my friends and I were very quick to be like, oh, hey, like I'm so question about this or whatever it may be. I think guys are even worse about that. Like I feel like if something bothers a guy, they don't want to, you know, be vulnerable and say that that upset them so they'll create a story in their head of like what really happened even though it's oftentimes not at all what happened like i had a guy friend who would always do that like it'd be like the weirdest thing like like you just draw really weird conclusions not weird but like obviously from their personal experience about things and i've done i've done the same thing too so i'm not judging at all but like it would be like the complete opposite like i don't it's just i don't know it's just funny to see how we are as humans like in order to protect ourselves or to create i think it's even a, a sense of um familiarity in our mind will create a story and that often really self-sabotages so my also resolution if you want to join on with me is to not assign meaning to people's actions unless the obviously the the meaning is like very clear in the action right um like positive or negative some people some actions clearly indicate something positive someone if someone does something caring for you that action can carry the meaning like i care about you or i love you or whatever it may be and vice versa if it's like something on on the other spectrum but if it's like just like kind of neutral actions I'm just trying to not be like that because I know what because I feel like maybe when I started experiencing it back when people would assign meaning to my actions that was complete like literally completely not even close um or like either there was no meaning at all or like if I think it was not even maybe not the opposite or not even close by to what my what my why my action was (laughs) executed um I guess I've just learned to you know allow for that like space and then that goes back into like the whole control thing the last thing I want to talk about which really just like encompasses all the topics we've been discussing I think will be a really good conclusion is the so as I was saying like we you can only control really your actions right and your perspective on things like that's what you have control over you have autonomy over yourself um and I think that like as soon as you realize that like you cannot control what someone how someone else will say like obviously like how you can't control someone will feel say whatever act you but you so you can only control the ways that you navigate the world and so I guess what what I find is it's for me it's but become I mean this is like just I think happens with emotional maturity honestly but it's really become for me more important for me to live in integrity with myself and it honestly has nothing even to do with others it just has to do with how I want to live as a person and I think most people live by doing the right thing because they don't want to be caught doing the wrong thing or they don't want to hurt someone else or like there's like different levels of the why oftentimes it's like they I think the lowest or like most egotistical is like they don't want to be caught doing the wrong thing because then they look bad Uh, I think a little like then it can go up the scale then they don't want to do the wrong things they don't want to hurt someone um, or they don't you know what I mean or they don't want to lose something that they want whether it's a person friendship career relationship opportunity it's to think that there's like those are the more more egoic ones right like I don't want to be caught doing this or I don't want to lose something that I want and I and then probably the most kind one out of the egoic ones is I don't want to hurt someone but I think the next layer to living in integrity is you doing things because that's your character and I feel like that's something that's like I've been has been a really big thing for me I've really noticed that like now I'm like I want to do the right thing 
just because of my character and like and i'm not saying that to like toot my own horn by any means but i just think it's kind of interesting how as we grow we really you know shift our our whys like before i feel like oftentimes yeah like i would want to do the right thing because i didn't want to be seen as a bad person or a bad friend or whatever i didn't want to i didn't want to be like seen negatively and so i would do things that so i would be received well or like i looked like you know a good person i mean even if you i think even if like you're you're you do i mean it's good that someone's doing the right thing even if like they're just want to look good but then it's not really something that is you can rely upon of them as a person because as soon as there there are no consequences or you know what people say like when no one's watching then what right you, you want someone who lives in integrity because of it's because of their own character and moral compass not because of outside forces because once those outside forces are gone or shifted or changed then so then their behavior is you know gone shifted or changed and so and for me, like, I guess the biggest thing I like, the, the biggest, biggest example I, I discuss when I'm talking to friends or whatever, maybe you're discussing these topics is the concepts of cheating, right? Like, I, for, I mean, first of all, I want to say I just find it very like cheating completely wrong, right? And so many people will, I feel like so many people, if they, they didn't, these are like not good, in my opinion, not good people. I don't want to judge and say not good people are good people because I know it's judgmental, but like, Okay, I don't even I don't want to say not good people, but those who I wouldn't personally associate with and some people would like if they had the opportunity to cheat and get away with it, they probably would. And the reason they don't cheat is so that they don't look bad to their mostly so they don't they don't look they don't lose their partner probably, like one, two so they don't look bad to their friends and family. Um and you know what I mean? So oftentimes like again, what are the motivations here? Very external. And I've told this and for me I've even said this to people before, like, I'm like, I don't, I'm not a cheater because I am not a cheater. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has nothing to do with, like, justification. Like, and I don't, I mean, first of all, like, I don't think it can ever be really justified, but I get what people are saying. Like, if someone's treating someone really poorly, right, and, like, and they're doing something to them and whatever, 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 like, there are quote-unquote justifiable situations, I want to say, because I, I, I've, you know, I've, I've seen and, like, I know how, uh, like abusive relationships works 100%. I truly know what people are saying by like there are justifications, but for me it goes beyond that because it goes for my sense of self. Like I like I myself am like a loyal person and you know whatever other my values are. So for me it has nothing to do with the other person. It has nothing to do with like oh I don't want to hurt them and of course I don't want to hurt them. Of course that's a granted, but for me it goes even a step beyond that. It's like I don't I don't want to violate my moral code. Like I in myself like view myself as like a loyal genuine kind person and so I'm not gonna for me it's more of a disrespect to me than to the other person even right of course it's awful and disrespectful to the other person and like like a hundred percent you know what I mean and like like 100 <laughs> percent so and I've been and I've been cheated on so I can like I can feel like I can say this without being like without people coming at me and saying like oh well you don't you don't know like what the pain on the other end is like 100 percent i do know but i'm saying like it's more like it, it i think that that like you know that you've like the next level of emotional maturity is when you do things that are in line with you and not because of what what you'll be perceived as or what someone else will think and this goes on to other layers of integrity right and for me i think i talk about this all the time but the key i think to spiritual like ascension and spiritual growth and to see the most growth in your life and in things shifting for you quickly is to live in integrity and what that means is to have your thoughts 
um, your thoughts, speech, and actions in line with each other. So what you truly believe is what you truly vocalize is how you truly act. If you have those three, the little trinity, I promise you, you will see the biggest shifts in your life. Like that to me is like, that's like pressing the gas full force on a car. Like that is going to, is what's going to accelerate all forms of growth and ascension for, for many people and for most people. I would highly, what I like, if you want to make the biggest shift in your life, start by living in integrity and truly see what happens. I think you will see huge results. Um, but again, and this, I feel like this is really tested in our society. Like going back to like the examples, like, so for me, like, I'm like, I, you know what, I want to be like, I want to be like that person that like I would always hope existed, right? Like that person who truly will do the right thing, who truly has like genuine intentions, who isn't like you know, manipulative and who isn't, I don't know, like, and, and maybe, like, in a few episodes or, like, sometimes I'll be able to, like, give a more clear example, because I try, I try to, like, in, in here interweave, like, lessons and experiences, but I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't, like, gonna dish out, like, anything, like, crazy personal, because I feel like this is more about everyone growing together, not me just, like, sharing my life like it's more about me sharing lessons that add value to you like my goal in these podcasts is to add value and clarity to you guys um but basically like I just think that it's so it's I don't even know how to word this but for me it's really become like about me being that person that I always would want someone else to be right like everyone wants like that person who is like really like really genuine and like you know says what they mean and and means what they say and does what does the things that they say and you know doesn't like and is like loyal and it's gonna be in a friendship relationship business situation anything loyal and like um like and their words hold value and you know if they say they do something they're gonna do it and who's who's like there for you and who's just like you know like I've realized like you know I have these expectations like I want to be that 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 person that like I always wish existed and so and that even outside of other people's actions because it's really easy to get hurt or jaded and someone does someone does something shitty to you and you're like well you know whatever but then like I ha- think about it this way it's like you're really gonna like that you just if someone did something shitty like and then you like basically abandoned your true core I guess like beliefs like you really like they like they won and not that it's a competition but like someone like you they someone did something that you didn't like and then that caused you to like abandon though like your true core self because like you know I've been there too and like someone said something not, not so great and then immediately I'm like okay well then I then I have every right to do this back or whatever back or whatever it may be or to like not do you know what I'm saying like you basically it, it triggers you to like to to be upset and not and not believe in this kind of like I, I don't say idealistic but idealistic like world but so instead of believing in the idealistic world like become that person yourself like become that person that you always wish existed like that person that like I said like is, is like kind and genuine and like faithful and supportive and whatever it may be like for me it's become more important to embody that outside of someone's else's actions because it's so easy to like look at other people's outside actions and assign like I said meaning and create narratives in your mind and and then to act off those narratives that's what people really do that's why I feel like a lot of things go like south is when people begin assigning meaning people's actions that they don't really know what 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 the real meaning is so they create a narrative and then they create a narrative and then from this narrative that they created they begin you know acting out certain roles so like something like something may 
be one way but someone perceived it a completely different way and then is acting off of the second story that they told themselves versus acting off the truth and you know it's kind of like and that's kind of a messy game to play to know when when you're gonna act based off of a narrative that your subconscious creates and when you're gonna back off the truth and you can't really pick because your mind at that point doesn't know the truth because your mind believes the narrative you created to be the truth otherwise you wouldn't be acting upon it if you knew it was a fake story you wouldn't be acting upon it and so the safest way i feel like to live then is to just live in integrity with yourself regardless of the outside um behaviors and again of course i'm i'm not going to dismiss like if there is a clear action there's a clear meaning associated with it that's wrong of course please do not allow that like disrespect in your life but i'm saying like if you don't know like just to be able just to allow like if someone wants to do from from what i've just learned is like if someone if someone wants if someone cares about you they are going to be great to you truly like and i don't know i just want to say how much i feel like if someone is caring and loving towards you and appreciates you they are going to be amazing to you and you won't have to doubt their actions and i think that that is like something that's like really powerful to recognize and it's like it's this is almost like a deeper version you know, there's like that quote that's like if someone wants you they would if they didn't they haven't and the opposite is like if someone wants it's like this same thing it's like if someone it's i think when someone cares about you you don't have to question it and i've seen that in my life with amazing people and you know like just that if someone there's no questioning behind their actions like i look at the my the people in my life who are incredible and i can tell value and appreciate me and you i never really have to question right like mm, like what what what's this meaning or what whatever what is this right and so it's mostly in that, like, when you're unsure is when you try to uh, assign meaning. But instead of just assigning meaning in those situations, just begin, you know, like I said, living in your in your integrity and what in in line with your belief systems and whatever someone else wants to do is based off their whole life right like other people's actions are oftentimes like a reflection of like their beliefs about life what they think is okay narratives that they've created in their mind their upbringing so like it's like and you don't know how many people in your life are like acting towards you off of a narrative that they've created that's not even based or rooted in truth like right like we were talking about because people do that to protect themselves so sometimes you feel like someone's actions are out of line you're like why is this person doing this or whatever it may be um you have to remember that like just like we you create some of those narratives to protect yourself and you act upon them so other people are doing that too and so the best way the like the biggest takeaways for me are like that you if someone cares or something's positive in your life you often don't have to question the motives it's like very clear um just like yeah i don't know how else to describe it like there's nothing more clear than when someone cares or values you because it's just it's just obvious with their actions right it's just like that's just like such a big thing I learned. I think I feel like before I get so many people, I've just seen so many people and even girls I've coached in the past who are like, oh, I don't know what this means. I don't know if this person cares. It's like, I think that if someone cares, it's just obvious. And I think that, yes, there still is room for, you know, things to be misconstrued. People get busy, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I just like, for example, like I'm very busy, to be honest, like managing so many things. But the people who I care about in my life, it's very clear and I don't think that they'd ever question it because I make time. I make time to see them. I make time to make them feel very like appreciated. I make, I make, I make them feel like they don't like that. I'm not even busy almost like I'm because the people who like if someone values you and this is in any sense friendship, business, relationship, it's clear and you will know it right. Like you, you won't have to question it. And if you have to start questioning it, you know then then maybe it's 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 not what it seems like but again don't assign like that action until i mean that meaning until it's more it's more clear 
but also but also don't dismiss actions that come with a with a meaning that you're not um you're just you're just like white like you're being blind to on purpose like you know like that white out like don't white out the meaning of an action when it's very clear and like write in your own meaning um and yeah also just yeah i guess those are my biggest things is like things sometimes things are much simpler than we think they are we want to create like stories we want to we want proof and we want like i don't know we just we, we we just like juggle back and forth so much to try to sift and sort through things and sometimes it's like if we just take a step back things are so much simpler right like it's so much it's i, I don't even know how to explain like it's like those who val who those who are, are are caring and great and love and appreciate you it's clear and those who don't are clear and opportunities that are meant for you are clear and opportunities that aren't meant for you are very clear sometimes you know sometimes we just take a step back and we stop with the stories we, we stop ourselves putting all these stories in and we take an honest look it's kind of crazy what we'll see so yeah that was everything i want to, to really talk about is like at the end of the day the most important thing is for you you will live a good life knowing that like you are living in integrity with yourself and that your values don't get compromised because of someone else like and you don't want to give someone else that power like just because someone else did something or whatever like someone else's actions should not allow you to to sacrifice your morals or your values or your integrity because that's you right like that reflects upon you how someone else acts reflects upon them and like and they're going to live with that and that's like their that's their thing to live with that's their karma that's them and at the end of the day you have you and you have your free will and your sovereignty over yourself for you to do the right thing and you to live in alignment with yourself and you to live in integrity and for me it's just really become something where like it's 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 more important for you know, it's more, it's, it's more, I find that it's more important for you to live in alignment with your true self and your values because you will be able to feel so much more fulfilled and, and aligned and in harmony with life, knowing that, you know, you are living in alliance with your, or as much as possible with your highest self, right? And that your actions reflect that. Um, and that from an outside view, like, you, and that's just like something that's so honorable, I think, in someone who, like they will stand strong in their morals and their beliefs um, and not allow, you know, others to shake and shift those. And I think that that becomes inspiring. Like I think by becoming that person that we've always wished existed, we create, we just gave birth to that person. Like we want, we think we're like, why can't someone exist who's like this, this, and this, and this. And then we become that person and that in turn shows others that, wow, that is possible. And then when other people see see that that's possible, they, then, then their belief gets expanded. Then they believe like, oh, people like that do exist. And then in turn, they attract more of those people because people like that do exist. This was a very long episode. I'm going to wrap it up. We're almost close to an hour. My iced coffee still isn't finished. Um, I hope that I've tried to bring everything kind of full circle. I think we covered a lot of topics, but I hopefully all those branches kind of came into one tree where there is kind of one root theme here. Um, And that's just really to come from a place of groundedness and come from a place of allowing um, and, you know, not throwing your hands in the clay and sometimes just taking your hands out and watching what appears and yeah with that i'm gonna end this episode again i really love when you guys screenshot the episode that you're listening to and tag me on instagram so i can repost on my story we have such a great community and it's so fun for everyone else to see 
the other people are listening and then it reminds them to listen and then we can have discussions. I always suggest that if you liked this episode or you found something that really stuck out to you or something you just really want to talk about, you just have like the urge to talk about it or write about it, go to my last Instagram photo and write about what you thought about the episode and then that way other people who felt the same way can connect with you and I will be sure to try to join in on your guys' discussion there. If it's something more private, you're always welcome to DM me. Again, you can find me on Instagram at um, Paulina Baragova. It's in the episode notes if that's easier for you to find i love you guys so much again i always say this but if you ever have an extra minute out of your day from the bottom of my heart it would mean so much why do people even say that from the bottom of my heart but i mean honestly i just i do feel like from the bottom of my heart if you could leave me a review or just a little note i know in apple reviews you can leave a review and i'm sure in all the other platforms you're listening on you can leave a review i would really appreciate it it just allows our community to expand it allows more people to hear these messages um, and in turn hopefully it'll add value and clarity and inspiration and you know joy and whatever it may be to encompass the whole evolution of consciousness to more and more people so if you have an extra spare minute or two and you wouldn't mind doing so i would really truly would appreciate it it does mean so much to me and I do read the reviews and I am so grateful for those of you who have taken the time already for me to, to write one for me thank you so much it does not go unnoticed I just want you to know that like I clearly see the kindness and love that you guys share and the support and the interaction and it's not something that I take for granted or I don't I don't see I love when you guys are interactive and your love and support and excitement for the podcast is really what keeps me going and to see how many people were upset last week when it wasn't here I just I just want to say the biggest apology for that but we're back and hopefully this episode was powerful enough and you know I'm glad I could take that week to come back with big better bigger and better content for you guys and yeah with that I'm gonna end I love you guys so much and I will see you next Thursday on they just don't get it